Galnet News Digest, 10th of November 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Feds beat back imps from terror system. Republican terror campaign continues to dog empire. Alliance follows ghost ship to riches. Feds beat back imps from terror system. It appears all but inevitable that the Imperial drive to defeat Neo-Marlinist terror will be beaten back by Federal forces in LTT 1935. The Imperial Task Force entered LTT 1935 on Thursday the 5th of November to seek down and destroy a Republican bomb-making factory that they believe is located somewhere in the system. However, the local Federal-aligned faction was having none of it, and with the help of a number of independent commanders, is close to routing the Imperial Anti-Terror Task Force. The Imperial Internal Security Service has stated its concern that if the bomb-making facility cannot be shut down, more prominent figures linked to the Duval family may be assassinated, and more starports may be bombed. Federal sources say they are concerned that with President Hudson, a lame duck after losing the support of his own party following allegations of complicity with those responsible for destroying Starship One, Felicia Winter's noticeable pro-Marlinist leanings may further stoke tensions with the Empire, running the risk of starting an all-out war. And the large number of refugees admitted to federal systems have created housing, resourcing and law and order problems for the local administrations to deal with. The Federation may be winning this battle, but elsewhere they're losing out big time. Republican terror campaign continues to dog empire. It may not be as spectacular as the first week of the Neo-Marlinist atrocities, but the Empire is still suffering several terror incidents linked with the rogue Republican organisation, the Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army, every single day. Targets include local authority buildings and barracks, and there have been hundreds of casualties. The Neo-Marlinists also continue to carry out targeted assassinations against low-profile targets associated with the Emperor's family. In a rare admission, the Imperial Internal Security Service has conceded that it was not prepared for a well-organised terror attack from within the Empire and has been struggling to regain the initiative. Heavy-handed tactics in systems with large numbers of Republican sympathisers may have proved counterproductive, as the IISS has lost public sympathy and cooperation in these systems. Coupled with the disastrous war in LTT 1935, it seems likely that attempts to suppress Neo-Marlinists may have come to nothing, and that we must expect further atrocities in the coming days. Alliance follows Ghost Ship to riches. While the Empire and the Federation are busy squabbling over a border system, the Alliance has taken the initiative in being the first superpower into another meta-alloy-rich region of space. Having lost out in the colonisation of the Pleiades, the Alliance learned its lesson. It has long had a monopoly in the California Nebula, and having recently increased its standing in the Witchhead Nebula, it is now the only power to move into position near the Colsac Nebula to harvest the plentiful barnacle sites that have recently been found in that region by the so-called Ghost Ship Adamaster. 
the Alliance plans to thoroughly map the Muscadark region and Colsac Nebula to find all the sources of meta-alloys and will then put into place mining facilities to efficiently make use of the harvested product. The Alliance has said it has plans to work with terraforming company Sirius Atmospherics in the region, leading to rumours that this may be one of the first regions in space where commanders will be permitted to land on planets with thin atmospheres. As long as the Alliance doesn't encounter any Thargoids in the region, everything should work out just fine. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.